The energy transition is a long and winding road, and it needs to be taken step by step. Learn more at SiemensEnergy.com. This is Barron's Live. Each weekday, we bring you live conversations from our newsrooms about what's moving the market right now. On this podcast, we take you inside those conversations, the stories, the ideas, and the stocks to watch so you can invest smarter. Now, let's dial in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Barron's Live Market Watch Edition. I'm Alessandra Melito, retirement reporter for Market Watch, and today with me is Kristen Carlisle, General, General Manager of Betterment for Business. Welcome, Kristen. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. So this is a topic near and dear to my heart. I used to write about robo-advisors all the time, and I think it's a really fascinating category that affects pretty much anybody who's interested in investing. So I'm just going to dive in with my questions right now. Sounds great. The first is um, the fact that not everybody is familiar with robo-advisors or what, you know, the general concept of that. So I was wondering if you could briefly describe what exactly this platform is and who it best serves. Sure. Robo-advisors or digital investment advisors can provide similar services to traditional financial advisors, basically at a fraction of the cost, making financial planning services and advice more accessible to all. They offer easy-to-use automated financial planning tools, friendly user interfaces, and low-cost investment portfolios. That's great. And in what ways can using a robo-advisor help people, at least when it comes to investing for retirement? Yeah, so digital investment advisors offer a variety of advantages, including automated and accessible investing capabilities, as I just mentioned. So think about things like automatic portfolio rebalancing, tax loss harvesting. And when you compare that to more traditional providers, digital investment advisors provide this at a much lower cost. And when you think about costs towards your retirement savings, money out is money away from your retirement in particular. And you can do all of this within an automated solution that doesn't lose the personalized features. Because when we're talking about retirement savings, one of the most important things is to, to remember is it's a personal experience. Everyone has different objectives and different goals. And someone coming in at 20 and thinking about retirement savings is going to have a very different objective than someone who's, say, closer to that retirement age and later in their career. So a lot of what you can get from a digital investment advisor, something like the Betterment, which is capable to create a personalized journey for you based on your retirement objectives. For example, let's say you want to start with a more aggressive portfolio that's stock heavy in your early 20s and then transition closer to something that looks more weighted towards bonds as you're closer towards your retirement age and you want to de-risk what you have in, in your portfolio and your strategy. A lot of that guesswork is taken out of it for you and continues to move with you along your journey. That's great. And then if you don't mind, just paint a little picture. What do people actually see? Like if they were to log on to a, a robo-advisor platform and they're, you know, investing for retirement or some other goal, um, you, you mentioned this a little bit before, but just what, what do they see? What changes can they make if they want to make it even a little bit more personal for them? Um, and just the overall view, I guess, for an investor. Yeah, ha happy to demystify that a bit. So when you come in, the first thing that you're going to see is 
of a series of questions that just want to get to know you better, right? What are you actually trying to plan for? Retirement. And what does that look like to you? What age do you want to retire at? Where would you like to retire? All of those factors are incredibly important in understanding what's the right solution for you because you know, someone who's retiring in Florida has a very different need than someone who maybe wants to retire in New York City. And if you want to retire at 45 versus 65, again, you're going to have different needs based on those inputs. We'll also ask you questions about your tax status, your income, all factors that go into the recommendations that we would provide you based on your personal experience as it exists today, and then projections about how that might change in the future. Great. So I um, I just want to remind the audience that if they have any questions, feel free to ask them as we will be taking them later on. I might do another little reminder later <laughs> since we're a few minutes in. So this is this was at least when um, robo advisors were just starting to join the scene. Um, this was the question of the century. Do these services replace human advisors? or do they complement the services of a human advisor? Yeah, I, I love this question. So <laughs> our portfolios are designed by people and managed by algorithms. So think about traders, quantitative researchers, CFPs, tax experts, behavioral scientists, all behind the scenes to shape the advice that we ultimately give. And what the technology does is it helps us continue to be accurate and consistent in executing against an investment strategy based on someone's objectives. So there are just some things that computers can do faster than humans and monitor at a better pace than humans. But what we see is that there's the combination of the human talent and the technology behind it that is just a force multiplier, allowing our company to help customers make the most of their money and democratize financial access and planning for as many people as possible. Absolutely. And then um, what are some of the best approaches to using robo-advisors when saving or even just thinking about or planning for retirement? Yeah, most digital investment advisors will offer an individual retirement account or an IRA. And that's a tax advantage account for retirement savings in particular, often held at banks, brokerages, investment firms. And that is absolutely something some people who are considering retiring planning for retirement should be looking at and, and investigating if that makes sense for them. Another key advantage is if you have an employer-sponsored program, such as a 401k, that's also a tax-advantaged account to look at that can be connected if not already provided through an investment solution. So when you think about IRAs and 401ks, both are great options for retirement and digital investment advisors make it easy for you to be able to see them in one cohesive place because they are all a vehicle towards getting you to your retirement objectives. And so you should be considering them in tandem collectively. And if you want to think about the best way to save towards your retirement, it's really maxing out all of your tax advantage opportunities across both of these offerings. And um, what, at least from when I used to report on this all the time, I've noticed that a lot of these platforms, including Betterment, um, they give you a full financial picture. So like if you didn't want to just save for retirement, but you had another financial goal, you, you can kind of 
see all of that in one place, right? Does that make sense? You're exactly right. So we're talking in the landscape of retirement, but when you come to something like a betterment, right, you're really able to connect all of your financial picture in one place. So you can see money for today, tomorrow, and the future. And as your life changes, as goals change, as things change, you can continue to update what that view looks like and really get an unsiloed view of your finances. I think it's been really difficult for a long time for people to get a full understanding of what their money looks like. What is it doing across all of these objectives? You sort of throw it in an account over here or have it in an account over there. And, you know, maybe you're managing it yourself in spreadsheets. The beauty of having a solution that is something like an automated investment advisor is that you can have it all together. You don't have to do that work. It's all there in front of you and you can customize it based on what you're trying to do in your life at that moment. That's so important. I mean, just from a personal financial planning perspective, I mean, the, how easy is it to forget an account and when you're doing your planning because maybe you don't access it a lot or it's like an old 401k or something like that. Um, it can become very daunting to gather all that information. So to see it in one place is very helpful. Right, exactly. And that's actually a big thing happening in the industry right now is talking about how people often forget where their 401k is or have lost track of it because they've moved jobs and people are moving jobs so much more now. And so it's it's really important to have that consolidated view and easily accessible, right? Yeah, absolutely. Are there any other trends that you've noticed, at least in the last year, regarding um, robo-advisors? You know, as it relates to retirement, yes, absolutely. In the industry, we're seeing a huge push on a state level for state mandated plans, which are looking at auto IRA programs. And a lot of what we're seeing is a desire to have that in, in a streamlined and easily accessible solution, like an automated investment solution. And we're seeing that happen across the board at businesses of any size now, starting to desire a lot of access to employer-sponsored financial planning programs for their employees. Again, driven a lot by the state, but also there's just an interest coming from the employee base as well to have retirement planning provided by their employer. And a lot of small businesses don't have the luxury of having a huge HR team to manage something like a 401k. And so they're looking to a lot of automated investment solutions to help their employees get easy access, but also to help them manage the plan and keep it consistent and successful for their business. We're also seeing quite a bit of interest in ESG investment options, especially within the 401k. Um, only 3% of plans held ESG investments as of 2019, but we're seeing a huge movement, particularly coming again from the employees at a lot of organizations in, in the retirement plan that's offered to them to have the ability to invest in their future and in causes that they believe in. And so, you know, I just see that continue into the, well into the next year and, and beyond. And when you think about just on a human level and, and trends, people are just paying way more attention, whether it be meme stocks, whether it be the fact that the pandemic put into sharp focus that a lot of people weren't financially prepared for what happened you know, on an economic level, on a personal level, people are really now just starting to take a real hard look at their finances and looking for help 
at every angle. And I think, you know, that trend isn't going to stop and we're going to see it continue. And so one of the things kind of coming out specifically of COVID-19 and the pandemic is we're seeing employees in particular in the retirement space saying, hey, 401ks are great. Retirement is great. But in the backdrop of everything that's happening, I need more help. I need to understand my finances in a better way. And I and I look to my employer who's who's offering these benefits. And Betterman actually recently conducted a study of about a thousand full-time employees and found that, you know, in-office perks are great, things like that are, are fantastic. But what people are actually saying is that 74% of them would be willing to go to another organization if that organization offered more financial wellness benefits. And so I think it's just a, a total culture shift in how people have been approaching retirement planning and how people have been thinking about things from the perspective of what they're looking for from their employer and the help that they need to be prepared. You touched on some of my favorite topics ever, <laughs> i got to be honest. Um, I just want to recap for the viewers because those were all so, so important and such present trends. So the first was the state um, state run auto IRAs. That's something that I know that a lot of states are taking seriously and it really does help the small businesses. So um, viewers who don't have access to a 401k should really look out for, you know, what their states are doing, stay on top of that. Um, the ESG, that is something that I know even the Department of Labor has mentioned recently um, that they're taking a, a closer look at that. So Definitely, if you're interested in value-based investing, that's something that you should take into consideration also. And then the last one was, um, oh gosh, now I just, now I'm on the spot, so I forgot. Financial wellness. financial planning. So uh, COVID-19 has made it so, so, so crucial (laughs) to look at your full financial picture, to have you know, a plan in place. So many Americans did not, um, were not prepared for an emergency. And even before the pandemic, people weren't always prepared for emergencies, but the pandemic has definitely made it aware. So honestly, those trends, you mentioned them, my heart sank. So (laughs) thank you so much. Of course. And, you know, just as we're talking about retirement and thinking about emergency savings, you know, people dipped into their 401k and thank goodness that they had their 401k to dip into. But the idea of a 401k is not that it's an emergency savings vehicle for you. The idea of it is that it's money you put away to retire comfortably. And so it sets you back when you have to go into those funds and there are penalties. And thankfully, we saw a lot with the CARES Act come through that reduced those penalties because people needed access quickly to their funds, but we shouldn't be in that position. And it's interesting because in in my field of work, I'm seeing this a lot from both employees, but also employers are saying, how can I get an emergency savings program set up for my employees? What can we do here to make sure that they don't ever have to do that again? Yeah, absolutely. There are so many roles around retirement accounts. So it's definitely important to diversify the different types of accounts that you have so that you're not faced with penalties in an emergency situation. So um, thank you for that. Mm -hmm. That got me so excited. (laughs) So uh, another question I had were, are there any times when somebody shouldn't use this type of service or should, you know, maybe um, alter the way that they're using the service, I guess? You know, there are a lot of emotions that go around money, and I think it's a personal choice of how much, you know, human interactivity you want with your finances. At the end of the day, some people really do want a human one-to-one connection 
working with them on their finances on a very regular basis. Some automated investment solutions will have that. They'll have CFPs in-house, but by no means is it is it you know, sort of that consistent and regular touch point you might get from a traditional advisor. And so in those cases, you want to examine what is the interaction that you want to make the best choice. Absolutely. So I'm going to switch over. <clears throat> Sorry, I got something in my throat. I'm going to switch over to viewer questions shortly. But and again, to our viewers, if you have any, please feel free to send them along. We will get to them. Um, but I had one more question of my own. So for someone who is new to investing, especially for retirement, uh, do you have any suggestions for what the first or, first or second steps should be for them when they are getting themselves situated um, with a robo-advisor? Yeah, I think the first thing you need to look at is do some research on what's out there. Find the you know digital, digital investment advisor that speaks to you in your retirement journey. And when you do that research, the thing you're going to want to pay the most attention to is the fees. There's a lot of fees associated with retirement, and you, you want to make sure that the money you're putting away is money you actually get to save. And so do pay attention to the cost because that's important. And that's true of any employer-sponsored plan you have as well. Understand the fees you're paying. Understand what your employer is paying as well because that all goes towards your retirement. And so if you leave a job as well, consider that. Is it more advantageous for you to move it over to an IRA because the fees are lower? And again, that's where a digital investment advisor is going to come into play because you could have a way more cost-effective solution that maximizes your savings over the long run. And then after you pick who, who makes sense for you, you're going to really want to ask yourself some questions about what you want to do in retirement because it's absolutely going to ask you as soon as you log in, as I mentioned, which is, you know, even if you don't know for sure, what are you thinking? It doesn't have to be concrete and you can absolutely change it at any time. That's part of the beauty of a, a digital investment advisor is that it's nimble with you and you can update it as your life changes. But when do you want to retire? What age? Where would you like to retire? Spend some time thinking about that so you can really maximize and efficiently work towards that goal. And that can be sometimes a lot easier to answer when you're close to retirement than when you're first starting out in your journey. But again, just some rough ideas is all that you need to get started. And once you have all of that information, really just start to be active in investing. It can be overwhelming when you're younger in your career to feel like, well, I'm not saving the, the recommended amount. I, I say just start saving. I don't let that be a hurdle for you. Get involved, get in, be invested and, and actually get in the game because compounding interest is real and use the tools available to you. Spend some time exploring the functionality and, and you know, spend some time looking at your full picture, not just specific retirement money versus your tomorrow money in your checkings account. Think about it as one cohesive picture. Definitely. Um, those are really helpful pieces of advice, so thank you. Sure. So we will start with some viewer questions. The first is from William. William asked, as a student in college, I'm unsure about how useful in-person advisors will be in the coming decades. Will in-person advising fade out and be taken over by robo-advising? So it sort of speaks to, to what we were talking about earlier, where I, I think that the combination of humans and the technology is a force multiplier, right? As I mentioned, at Betterment, we have lots of humans behind the scenes that are all influencing how our technology works, and that's not going to change. And I do think that there are individuals with different individual needs based on where they are in their life 
life cycle. And so there really is just a power of the combination of the two, the, the human element in understanding your finances and, and understanding your full picture, as well as the technology that can just be way more efficient at optimizing towards that end, end objective. So I don't think that there is a world in which these, you know, sort of don't coexist in the future. Absolutely. And Hal asked, how good are the robo-algorithms? Who develops them and are they updated? Oh, yes, they are absolutely updated. They are very thoughtful. As I mentioned, huge amount of, of people thinking about this behind the scenes from CFPs, tax experts, behavioral scientists across the board, spending time looking at the investment strategy, thinking about the portfolio selection, adding to it, changing it over time. We talked about ESG, something we constantly think about over here, which is how do we continue to improve and optimize our offerings as it relates to value-based investing? So, you know, there's constant review, there is constant oversight, and there's a lot of thought that goes into ensuring that these investment solutions keep up with the trends and the time and what people are actually looking for and need in the moment. Definitely. And Abe asked, how could a 401k help employees who are currently living paycheck to paycheck? So I guess this kind of goes back to what we were talking about with financial wellness. You, you want to, like, if you wanted to use the platform, uh, like a robo-advisor, how do you balance or like who can you talk to about balancing, you know, the needs for retirement saving and the needs of the current day? Yeah, this is why it's all so important to be thinking about your financial picture collectively and absolutely hear that a 401k at times is not going to always be accessible. And my advice is just to sort of constantly pay attention to what you can contribute, if anything. Tax advantage accounts are hugely beneficial to you and, and make a difference in terms of your retirement. But this also, again, to your point, speaks to what we're talking about in terms of employees and employers are starting to understand that a 401k isn't where it stops. That's a, a starting point and, it, and oftentimes the entry point for someone to be thinking about a, a broader financial picture, but it's certainly not the only place that employees are thinking about their finances. And we know this is also different across different demographics as well. And so employers are starting to pay attention to the fact that there's not a one size fits all. And it's interesting, you know, you sort of talked about paycheck to paycheck, which really speaks to this groundswell of emergency savings support that people are asking for where they, you know, don't squirrel their money away into an account that they can't touch for many years down the line without some sort of tax penalty. But there's also a lot around, you know, just student loan support, for example. Our first question came from a student and we know that a lot of people are dealing with student loans and it's also something on employers and employees' minds as they think about retirement. They're so interconnected, even if it doesn't seem so. And so we're seeing a lot in terms of the movement of legislation, just spending time thinking about how do we bring these closer together and allow people to have access to benefits like a 401k and not be penalized while they're paying their student loans. And I'm talking specifically about the Secure Act 2.0, which, which addresses a lot of these concerns, which is I, I can't pay my loans and, and contribute to my 401k. How can I still get advantage of a match at my employer, for example? So again, a lot of this is really bringing down the walls on the employer level across all financial vehicles to understand how do we support the masses of our employees, not just with a 401k, but with far more that speaks to where they are in their journey? 
Absolutely. And this question actually kind of overlaps what you just said, but uh, Angela asked, what kind of financial wellness perks are employees looking for? Um, 401k access, financial advice, other things. I guess overall, just what are these benefits, the financial wellness benefits, what do they even look like? Yeah, so I mentioned the survey that we had we had conducted, and in that survey, the number one benefit that people are looking for is a 401k followed by a 401k match, right? But what we also saw, which was incredibly interesting, was 57% of employees are expecting their employer to help them with things like student loans. And this is a huge shift, right? We're seeing this happen now because back when the 401k was incepted, student loans weren't really a thing that people were dealing with. And now it is a very big thing in our country that people are dealing with. And so legislators, employers, and employees are all paying attention to, okay, how does this complement or sit alongside my 401k? How can I get these closer together instead of thinking of them as far apart? It's the same thing we were talking about earlier of thinking of your finances as one picture is way more efficient than thinking about these things in different buckets. And so, you know, it really is around things like student loan support, emergency savings, education, tools, better tooling, right? And I think, again, this is where we talk about digital investment advisors as, as the tool that's intuitive and helps you see a fuller picture. Employees are really eager to just have more guidance and support. Absolutely. And William asked, how do robo-advisors, how does their performance compare to traditional managers? Yeah, so what we see again is that with all of the attention that's being paid to the performance from the humans on the back end is that you're not sacrificing in terms of your performance when you use a digital investment advisor as your solution. And in, in many cases, it's far more efficient than if someone is leaving that money that's not invested. And so that's how you need to be sort of considering all of your finances. And, you know, here we believe in making it possible for as many people to get invested as, as they can, really re reducing that barrier to entry. So, you know, again, without having to sacrifice performance whatsoever. And we look at that across every investment portfolio solution we put together that goes from just our, our core portfolio all the way through to ESG, as I mentioned, ensuring that people can invest in the ways that they want to invest without ever having to sacrifice sacrifice the performance. Definitely. Sue asked, is a robo-advisor suitable for a retiree? Absolutely. I think, a, a, you know, an automated investment solution is, is suitable for anyone at any age, largely because of the personalization. When you come in, you get that personalized touch. It's not sacrificed by coming to an automated solution. What you're going to do is really set up what your objectives are and what your goals are for investing and get the, that optionality based on what you're trying to achieve. And if you're already retired, you're obviously not setting up perhaps a tax advantage retirement account, or maybe you, you're setting up for other goals in your retirement. And so, again, it, it's really suited to wherever you are in your life cycle. I agree. And Laura asked, can we hear more about Betterman's 401k business and the customers that you serve? Absolutely. I'm, I'm happy for the question, Laura. So Betterment's 401k sits atop Betterment's Smart Money Manager. And so we have all of that great functionality sitting next to the retirement solution. So when we talk about the importance of everything being visible in one area, it's really where you can come to Betterment and see your financial future. And that's all within our easy to understand 
intuitive user interface, both for the employees and the employers. So I touched on this a little bit earlier, but there are a lot of businesses out there, small and medium-sized businesses, which employ 47% of Americans today, and few have a retirement solution, largely because of the cost and the administrative burden. And Betterment in our eyes is solving that problem in a big way because we have a low cost solution that is easily administratable for an employer to deliver a world-class benefit to their employees. And so we are really serving that small and medium-sized market employers with a thousand or fewer employees who wanna be able to provide a retirement solution and know that they have the support of an organization that's gonna help them through the administration and also help their employees have a better understanding of their finances, right? Right? As mentioned, starting at the 401k, but certainly not stopping there. And the power of Betterment is making it far easier for employees to get that full view and understanding of where they are in their journey. Yes. So a few people have asked questions about fees. So I'm just going to combine two. One is from Mike. He said that transparency on all in fees is not very good. You know, you have the quarter of a percent fee from a broker or many mutual funds have large fees. Um, can you ask to only use low-cost ETFs? I'm assuming when you're working with a platform like this. And then um, Arlon asked, what even is a reasonable fee? Yeah, well, a digital investment advisor, the beauty of working with one is that your fees are transparent. That is the number one objective, is making sure that you understand the fees that you're paying and and know with consistency what that is. Uh, I think a lot of times when you go more of a traditional route, it's really a negotiation of who you're working with and the provider that you're you're talking to can be can be difficult to understand. And so it's important that you you do understand that from the onset and spend some time talking through the fees. When you work with a digital investment advisor, though, you're going to have that full transparency. You're going to be able to see exactly the fees that you're you're paying and where they're going. On the 401k side, that also can be a little tricky, especially if you're not using a solution that is as transparent. And so my recommendation there is talk to your employer, talk to your HR representative or whoever is managing your plan just to get a better understanding. You should also receive annual fee notices from your, uh, your 401k solution, which will tell you about your fees. And it can be complicated. So again, my recommendation is if it's it's not easy to find, I would certainly go talk to your employer and get a better understanding of what you're paying. And Dennis asked, how do robo-advisor algorithms react when there's a market correction or a pullback? Well, one of the best parts about a digital investment solution is that it's really just doing a lot of the auto balancing, rebalancing of your portfolio for you, the tax loss harvesting for you. And the thing that I like to remind people is that a lot of your investments should be long term. You should be thinking over the long term. So we are not reactive to any specific spike or movement that could be a downturn, for example, and far more focused on the long term picture and the plan over that long term. And so again, there's a lot of technology that helps protect you along the way, things that I mentioned already, rebalancing, tax loss harvesting. But again, people should really be thinking about their investment portfolio as their long-term strategy towards their objectives and their goals. Yes, agreed. And then 
sorry, I have one other question. This one's from Gary. Regarding asset allocation, do you see a significant difference in recommendations from a robo-advisor versus a human advisor? And I know you've talked a lot about the, the differences and all that, but I know that's something that a lot of people always have top of mind. Yeah, the most important thing to remember is that you're you're going on your own personal journey. Not it's not a one size fits all based on what you need. And the best part about working with a digital investment advisor is that you're going to get that personalized guidance and advice. I may come in and set up different objectives than the person next to me, and we will get guided to different portfolio solutions that make sense based on those objectives. And the same is true when you work with a financial advisor. You're going to talk to them about your objectives. You're going to tell them about what your portfolio actually looks like today, and they're going to guide you to the right solution that makes sense for you. Absolutely. So I think I think that's all the time that we have for today, unfortunately, although this has been such a wonderful conversation and I think really eye-opening for not just uh, our viewers, but me too. <laughs> so yeah. thank you so much for speaking with me. Um, and, and, you know, thanks to our audience for tuning in. We hope you listen to our next episode tomorrow. Barron Senior Managing Editor Lauren Rublin and Associate Editor for Technology Eric Savitz will discuss the outlook for tech companies and individual stocks. Thank you all again so much for listening, and we hope you stay safe and have a great day. Yeah, thank you so much, Ali. appreciate it. The energy transition is a long and winding road, and it needs to be taken step by step. Learn more at SiemensEnergy.com.